Smith's with Coach Jim Laranego, the Miami Hurricane of the ACC. Coach, how you doing today down in Miami, man? Yeah, it's a beautiful day down here, about 75, 80 degrees, and uh, my wife just got back from a, a nice five-mile walk. She told me it's gorgeous out there. I'm going to be heading to the gym any moment. Well, Coach, I got a friend of yours and mine. We'll tell you hello. Mike Cockstabil from Season Time. So tell Coach Lanega, I said, what's up? So Mike wanted me to give you a message today. Uh, you tell him I said hello. I sure will. Now, Coach, let's talk about your team, man. Uh, Coach, uh, March 11th was my birthday, and everything kind of went, so they kind of shut down. So you're pausing Greensboro with, with, your, with your team. So how was that going from playing a tournament in, in Greensboro to having to go home and go online from being in, in person in class, doing all this COVID stuff? How was that for you and your staff, Coach? Well, first of all, the year of 2020 is going to go down in the history books is one of the, the, the greatest challenges in America's history. And uh, for our team, our players, I think they've handled things extremely well. We were shut down from, from middle March uh, to the middle of July. Starting on July 20th, we've been able to get back into our practice facility, not our arena, the arena has been used for classes, so we haven't been in that. But we've been in our practice facility. We have not had a single player or coach uh, test positive from that July 20th to today. And I'd like to be knocking on the wood so that uh, that continues to be good fortune for us. But our guys have handled it well. My staff has done a terrific job. So we're very, very pleased. And academically, Coach, you know, I know for me, if I had to go for from in-person to online, it would be tough for me. I'm more of an in-person kind of a guy. I learn better that way. So how is that for your young man having to learn virtually when they used to be on class, on campus, in class, having, having succession study halls with staff and coaches? How was that for you or your players? Well, I know for me it was ridiculous. I couldn't stand the Zoom meetings. Uh, I, I think I, one of my first Zoom meetings was three hours long. Wow. And I thought to myself, if if my players have to sit in class like this, how are they going to learn? And if you if you take that back to elementary school and high school, I think this has been a very, very challenging year for everyone, no matter what the age, what your profession. Uh, life is very, very different in 2020. Yes, sir, Coach. And so how did you use this time to, to – teach your young men about adversity because you know 18 to 22 year olds they're not used to adversity having lived life like you and i've lived life already so how'd you kind of keep their minds sharp and fresh from perspective to say hey things in life are going to happen like this and handle it a certain way and i don't let it bring you down well that that was the thing that my staff and i decided back in march when our players we were going to be separated from them i started texting each and every player every single day and getting some communication between them because we believe communication, developing strong relations is how you develop a culture that you can be successful year in and year out. And our, our players were very, very good. They got very heavily involved in, in um, encouraging people to vote. We had a walk, we, we, we were supporting um, unity throughout the country. Uh, we were, we were uh, uh, trying to stay connected in every which way possible. Every week we had a team meeting on Zoom. My coaches, my players, my, my uh, trainer, my strength coach, everybody was involved. We were discussing how best to handle this. And then when July 20th came around and we got the green light to be in the gym, again, 
working on the areas of the game when our guys felt really, really good that they were being productive. And the emphasis was always every single day about wearing a mask, social distancing, washing your hands, and staying safe. And coach, you know, like Atlanta, like in Miami, is lots of to do in both of our cities here. So, how's it trying to keep your young men from having to go, not not have been tempted by the Miami life of Miami, being down there, being beautiful weather down there? Like, same we're here in Georgia, we're in Atlanta here. So, how's you kind of get your young men? You have to, have to say no when you really, really, really want to say yes to things. Well, that that's that's when you have to have a team of guys who are very mature and send the right message to each other to be accountable to each other. We have every time a team has been shut down because of COVID, we would share that with our players and ask them, do you want to be shut down? And every one of them said no. And we just said that you've got to follow the protocols. And my hat's off to President Julio Frank at Miami, uh, Blake James, our athletic director, because they've been very, very consistent with the message of how to stay safe. Uh, they, they've uh, outline the protocols that we need to follow. And our guys have done a great job. you got to give them credit. Now, it's been on campus since our 20th coach. Um, how was that ramp up for your guys? So it was inactive for almost four months. So how did your guys kind of ramp up so they don't have a nagging injury all year long so they can be ready for, to play here, come here, on, here against North Florida here real soon? Yeah, well, injuries have been a problem. In the last several years, we've been snake bit. Uh, and this year, we, we've got a guy with a sprained ankle. We've got a guy with a, a sprained knee. We had a guy who came down with a serious case of hives where if he practiced, he'd be itching all over the place. Uh, we had a guy uh, tear a ligament in his foot and have to have surgery. So even though we've been able to stay COVID-free, we haven't been able to stay injury-free. And as you look around the country, you see so many other programs are having this same issue. And even in the NBA, you saw what happened to Clay Thompson yesterday. Yes, sir. I mean, he re-injured one of his uh, feet. And, and, they, and the last I heard, it, it may be a torn Achilles. And if that's the case, that's very, very sad for him. But it's also a message as to how prevalent injuries are throughout the NBA and college basketball. Yes, sir, Coach. You know, this is going to be a, a, a weird year for injuries because of inactivity. If safety has to get shut down, say, like your opponent Stetson, they got shut down in December the 4th now. So being off two weeks and trying to ramp back up the play, that's ask, asking for something to go wrong, if you, you know, because you're out 14 days. So I feel like it's going to be a lot of this. College basketball will be COVID, injuries, just having this to manage your roster the best way you can. The war of attrition almost, Coach. Yeah, we had a player, and that's that's a great point, because we had a player who had to sit out for three weeks due to a sprained knee, and he's now back, and he wants to go full throttle. Yet he's not in the shape for him to play, you know, 20 or 30 minutes in a college basketball game right now. He's got to kind of work his way back in, and there's not a lot of time to do that because we open up a week from Sunday, November the 29th, and uh, – Hopefully, he'll be in good enough shape that he can log some quality minutes. But we, want, we don't want to uh, really push him too hard and end up having another injury. 
Now, Coach, um, for, for you guys and your scheduling-wise, uh, how was that? Because I know you have has had it done prior to the day getting pushed back. They got to focus on COVID and being more regionally than, than, than you were. And Stetson had to change their date as well, this this some of the fourth. So how was scheduling trying to get things done, find teams to play locally as well, can safe for everybody involved? Yeah, we had seven games scheduled between November 10th and November 25th. And then when the NCAA announced you can't start until November 25th, we had to rearrange our entire schedule. Seven games either had to be postponed, which we had two games with in-state opponents that we were really looking forward to the matchups with Central Florida and Florida Atlantic. And we can't play those games this year. We've got to push them back to next year. Uh, we were scheduled to play Stetson uh, on, on no November the 25th. We've had to reschedule that one. We're hoping to play them on December 4th. So scheduling has been a, a major obstacle for all college teams. There's going to be a lot of cancellations. Uh, you see where our football team, uh, they've rescheduled and postponed some games into December themselves. Most definitely. And, Coach, for you, uh, putting in your offenses and defenses and off-time out plays, out-of-bounds stuff, how has that been when you're only guys in and out for us and having, having scrimmage, can't scrimmage anybody? So how is that going to be trying to get guys minutes and rotations set when your stuff is so up and down right now? Well, that's very true as well. And there's, there's a number of factors. Number one, because of the number of injuries, a lot of guys haven't practiced a lot. The, sec the second is um, the rotations are hard to figure out because if you don't have healthy bodies, you're not evaluating the guys that are out. And, and, but every team is in the same position. Fortunately for us, we do have some veteran players who've been out there. They know our system. They understand our offense and defense. The challenge for us is we have been historically a very good defensive team throughout my career. But the last couple of seasons, being very shorthanded, uh, we've not been one of the better defensive teams in the ACC. My coaching staff and the players are working very, very hard to improve that, that uh, category. But we're still a long ways away because of missing so many key players, including Sam Wardenberg, who had surgery. He's out for the season. He was our most experienced front court player. He was our best defensive front court player and our leading returning rebounder. So we lose a lot when we lose Sam Wardenberg. Now, Coach, I'll cook more for you, Coach. How was recruiting this time around with, via Zoom? I know this is the way put out where you can't go out on the road until April 15th. So how is the recruiting via Zoom, being trying to get to know people? I know you're, you're a relationship guy, so how, how you can't really see them, get, be touching face-to-face. -face. So how has that been recruiting uh, young men and talking to their families via Zoom, showing them your, your campus was very beautiful in Cork Gables via Zoom? Yeah, that's one of the things my coaches have done a, a miraculous job of being very, very creative. With all our recruits, we've had Zoom meetings. And in the Zoom meeting, we show videos of the campus so that they can see. You can pull up those videos online, but when you show it in a Zoom meeting and the kids see the Coral Gable campus and see the palm trees and the swimming pool and the lake and the beauty of our campus, that always excites them. Uh, when they find out in the Zoom meeting that you know we're one of the top 40, 50 uh, academic institutions in the country. They learn a lot in, in these meetings. Normally those would be in person, but we've got a lot of, of coaches 
there. Normally it would just be me and one of my assistants. Everybody was on these Zoom meetings and we've already signed two terrific high school players. We're involved with some other terrific high school players. We're hoping that will commit to us at some point. And we think we'll have a very good recruiting class. And we need to because we have six seniors who are going to be graduating. That's what I got for you, Coach. Talk about your conference, ACC conference. I know, I know from being in Georgia Tech right in my backyard here in Atlanta, it's top, top to bottom a tough league. So this is the toughest league you've ever been in in your whole career of coaching, Coach Larinaga? Well, the ACC is the best basketball conference in the country historically. And if you were watching the NBA draft last night, we had eight guys drafted out of our league, including two guys in the lottery, uh, Patrick Williams and Devin Vassell, both of Florida State, who won the ACC regular season. And, and then you have teams team like Duke that had three guys drafted. Um, this, is, this is a powerful league from top to bottom. And when you have – Legendary coaches like Mike Krzyzewski, Roy Williams, Jim Beheim, uh, Mike Bray, Leonard Hamilton. These, these are veteran guys. And then the young studs coming up, Tony Bennett and Chris Mack and uh, Jeff Capel. This is a very, very strong lead from top to bottom. you got to be ready every single night. Well, Coach, thank you for your time today. Uh, have a great practice today. Hope you guys have a good, do good for your day. Hopefully you're safe down in Miami, and you be good. Hope to do this again with you real soon, Coach. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Anytime, Coach. Have a great, great day, brother. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube